Good evening and welcome back to Bible Baptist Church. Uh, let's turn our Bibles this evening to Psalm 1, Psalm 1, the saint and the sinner. The book of Psalms here is a collection of writings and songs, but we know it by at least by six men, David, Asaph, Korah, Solomon, Ethan, and Moses. And David is the most prominent, having 75 of the Psalms credited to him. Uh, the first Psalm is considered a good forward to the entire book. Here in Psalms, uh, we, we presents the case of the saint in Psalm 1, verses 1 through 3, and the sinner in Psalm 1, 4 through 6, and it both shows their conduct and their consequences. And this evening, we'll look at the first part of Psalm 1, the saint. Let's go ahead and read our text, and we'll have a word of prayer and begin. Psalm 1, in verse 1, Blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of the sinner nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Let's pray. Father, we come before you once again asking you for help. We pray, Lord, that you'd give me clarity of thought, clarity of mind, and clarity of speech. Be with those this, this, excuse me, this evening under the sound of my voice. Lord, that you help them, Lord, to put away the cares and concerns of the world and other distractions that we might spend this time together in your word in Psalm 1. Father, we ask your continued blessings and guidance on Pastor Wagner and Miss Ann. Uh, be with him, help him to rest well. Pray that you be the doctors, give them wisdom. And Lord, may he uh, get the answers that are needed and the healing that is needed, Father, that he may return home tomorrow morning. Father, we love you. We ask for your guidance and your help tonight. We ask these things in Christ's name with thanksgiving. Amen. Here in the book of Psalm begins with the word blessed or more present day, we might say happy is a man. Notice it is not the singular, but the plural form here. Therefore, we can render the first word of the psalm as Spurgeon said, morning. Father, we Oh, love you. the blessedness yes, of the God your help tonight. Happy, happy, happy is the man. See, God does not provide his blessings one at a time, but he, here in the he book of Psalms, them out and with the word blessed. Amen, what a blessing day we to might be blessed by the things that God he provides for us. Notice Let's it is together not as singular, but the things that are said about the blessed man and Bear with me, ladies. I says blessed man, but blessed Christian. This is also refers to Christians or men and women. That's first of all, his separation in verse one. Blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. See, the blessed man is a separated man. The separation spoken of here shows the progress of, of an evil, the, of the progress or the progression of an evil world. It starts with stepping, and then we see the standing, and then we see the sitting. You see, the happy man is marked by the things he does not do, the places he does not go, the books that he does not read, and by the movies that he does not watch, and by the company that he does not keep. Friends, if you do not take the first step, you will never be guilty of taking the next steps. See, we separate from evil or evil will destroy us. 
No one has ever woken up and said, I'm just going to ruin my life today. I'm just going to fall into sin, embarrass my family, my children, my pastor, my church, and just fall into gross sin. No, it's a progression, and we must be careful where we step, where we stand, and where we set. Notice here in reference to his separation. He steps away from the ungodly. Here again in verse 1, walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. You see, the blessed or the excuse me, the, the blessed or the godly person walks in the commandments of the Lord and not the counsel of the world. He does not listen to the ungodly man. Common sense tells us if I have a spiritual need, I call my pastor, I call a friend, I call my mentor, and I get advice. We don't call the ungodly, we don't call the worldly, we don't talk to, to Dr. Phil, we talk to the Lord, those and those who can help us. So he steps away from the ungodly and then he does not stand with sinners. Again, in our text, nor standeth in the way of sinners. See, the blessed or the godly person does not keep company with the wicked. He does not linger with the sinful. I'm afraid to say that too often we hear things we should not hear, see things we wish we did not see because we linger a little too long in standing where we should not be standing. Sometimes we just need to walk away. He steps away. He does not stand with sinners, and then he does not sit with the scornful. Again, in our text, for he sitteth, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. The scornful is the atheist, the infidel. He mocks God. The godly do not laugh with the scornful, nor enjoy his company. Again, we see Spurgeon says, the seat of the scornful may be very lofty, but is very near the gate of hell. How is our separation? Are we separating our things, ourselves from the things of the world? And I realize sometimes we have to separate ourselves from worldly Christians, but with the things of the world, the blessed man has separation. He steps away from the ungodly. He does not stand with sinners. He does not sit with the scornful, but also not only a separation, notice his satisfaction in verse two. His delight is in the law of the Lord and his law does he meditate day and night. You see, the blessed man or the godly man is well known for his close relationship to the word of God. Why? Because he delights in the scripture. Again, in our text, he delights in verse two in the law of the Lord. See, whether it be at church, he prefers a sermon in the auditorium over a meal in the fellowship hall. The scriptures have him captivated. And don't misunderstand me. I enjoy the fellowship, Paul. I enjoy being over there for a time of fellowship and some good home-cooked meals. But my favorite thing and my favorite place about church is in the classroom, in the auditorium, where I might be captivated by the Word of God, that I might be challenged, encouraged, and edified by what the Word of God has to say through the man of God. So he delights in the Scripture, and also he is devoted to the Scripture. Again, in verse two, in his law doth he meditate day and night. The scriptures have claimed his full devotion. His attention to the word is steadfast and continual. It is not a passing fad. And during this time, during this uh, lockdown or, or stay at home that we move from safer at home to stay at home, what a wonderful time to have an opportunity to spend more time in prayer and more time in God's word. Have you ever been so busy with work and so busy with, with hobbies and so busy with activities and so busy with things at church and with your family that you thought to yourself, I wish I had more time to spend in God's word. 
Well, now many of us have that opportunity. Will we take the opportunity to spend more time in his word? His satisfaction, he delights in the scripture. He is devoted to the scripture. But then not only his separation and his satisfaction, but notice his situation in verse three. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, nor and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. See, the godly or the blessed person is a prosperous person and is compared to a healthy tree. Now, dear friends, don't, don't be confused with wealth with prosperity. There's many things that we're blessed by God. I, I can open my wallet and have nothing and still have great joy and prosperity and things of God and his riches and how he has provided for me, though I feel like I have nothing monetarily. Notice a few things here. Number one, he is planted by the water. Again, in verse three, like a tree planted by the rivers of water. See, a tree needs water to be healthy and bring planted, excuse me, and being planted by a river assures an abundance and preservations. Dear friends, are we planted near the word? Are we spending time in the word? The godly are planted by the Lord and this guarantees divine protection and preservation. You see, every plant in Matthew 5, 13, every plant which my heavenly father have not planted shall be rooted up. And dear friends, I don't know about you, but I don't feel like that I have to be somewhere with my eyes closed to have time in prayer with the Lord, to commune with God. I enjoy lawn work. And right now I've had the opportunity of working in my yard, doing some things here. And often when I'm working in my yard, I, I use headphones or something to block out the noise of the lawnmower, the weed eater. But often I spend the time just talking with the Lord. Uh, sometimes my neighbors may think I'm crazy and wondering who am I talking to as I'm working and my lips moving 100 miles an hour. But no matter where we are and what we're doing, we can take time and the benefit and spending time planted by the rivers of water, planted with the word of God. Not also that, notice also in reference to this, but also notice that he is productive. He is productive. Verse three, bringeth forth his fruit in his season. You see, the blessed man is a productive man. He grows spiritually and produces fruit such as the fruit of the spirit. Galatians chapter five and verse 22 and 23 uh, speaks of love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. He is a blessing to all. And in Matthew 7 and verse 16, the Bible says, you shall know them by their fruits. Are we productive? Not only are we spending time in his word, are we planted by the water? Are we productive? Are we taking those things that God has given us in prayer, has given us in time in his word and sharing it with others? Are we producing fruit by sharing and teaching others or allowing others to see in us what God has done for us and to us in our own lives? Friends, there are times for fruit bearing just as there are times for growth and times for rest. And as long as we are abiding in the spirit, we are not to worry about the fruit because it will come in its season. Let's take the opportunity during this stay at home period. And whether you're working at home or not able to work or whatever the situation may be, spend time with your family, spend time in the yard doing things you enjoy and around the house, but spend a little extra time with God. Spend some more time in the word and more time in prayer. If you don't know what to pray for, pray for me. Pray for me. Pray for my wife. Pray for me as I live with my wife. No, I'm just kidding. 
But pray for us. We use your prayers and not just us as one of your missionaries, but pray for all of your missionaries. Extra time that you have, you might not have to break up praying for your missionaries by only doing a group each and every day, but you might have the privilege and opportunity of communicating and not just praying for them, but sending them out an email and saying, hey, I prayed for you. I read your prayer letter. I noticed this need. We pray that God would fulfill this need. Take opportunity during this time and spend that extra time that the Lord may use you to be more productive. Not only do we see that he is productive, but we see that he is perpetual. Again, in verse three, his leaf also shall not wither. See, the blessed or the godly man is faithful. His faith will be steadfast, continuous, permanent, always the same. Wasn't it wonderful to know that my God has sealed me, he has secured me, his leaf also shall not wither. I may not be producing the fruit that I would like to, but I know my faithfulness and time in the word and time in prayer and trying to help and teach others also that God will use me. We may not feel productive now because we can't get out. We can't witness. We can't go to the places we used to. But you know, there's many other ways being shut in that we can still witness. We can send an email. We can send a text message. We can pick up the phone and make a call. God lays someone on your heart that you would normally go see and talk to. Pick up the phone and call them. Send someone the plan of salvation. Ask Lord to help you to be creative in other ways to, to present and to share the gospel. Today, on my way over to the church for this recording, I received a phone call from a dear friend. And we know through life we have shared with them. I don't want to share names, but, but the husband has gotten away from the Lord. And he made a comment to him after all this lockdown and what's going on that, that said, so he, said, he tells her, sweetheart, don't worry. I know that you're worried about me not being right with God. But I want to be honest, because of the lockdown, I'm speaking about spirit, I'm thinking about spiritual things. She called and shared with me, Michelle, and we rejoice and we're praying for him and, 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 I, and I'm waiting for him to reach out. She shared with him about, he's welcome to call his pastor, he's welcome to call me or her pastor, but whatever the case may be, there's many people right now that may be thinking about spiritual things. Why not saying, Lord, help me to be productive in reaching out. Lord, help me to knowing, though, Lord, that we are perpetual. Our leaf also shall not wither. Help us to reach out to others who may be prepared to listen now. But also he is prosperous. Whatever he doeth shall prosper. Everything will prosper. His family, his life, his business, life, his church life, his personal life. Such is the godly man, the happy, happy, happy man. And I know we may not feel that way being locked in, but there's so oh, many other ways that God could bless us and use us even under the circumstances and the conditions we we're in. But when we make the decision, his separation, his satisfaction, and then letter C, excuse me, letter D, his support. His separation, his satisfaction, his situation, and then his support. Verse six. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. See, the blessed and ungodly man is known by the Lord. Isn't it wonderful to know that when, when we talk to the Lord, we don't have to say, it's me. Lord, it's Doug. I'm calling out to you today. No, no my, my mom recognizes my voice. My father recognizes my voice. Sometimes I confuse my daughters and their voices, but I get it right most of the time. But someone else may call me, and I may have no idea who they are by their voice. But the Lord knows us. He knows our name. He knows our 
our sound of our voice. He is our support. Notice in reference to his support. He is aware of the godly. The Lord knoweth the way of the righteous. This should be a great encouragement for the righteous. Though often obscure in the world, God is aware of the lifestyle of the godly. He rewards us. He rewards them accordingly in due season, regardless how the world may treat them. It may seem that way right now under this stay-at-home business, but it won't be long where we'll have the liberty to go out and go beyond our home, beyond our yard, and more than just going to the grocery store, but we'll have an opportunity to go out. And we need to make sure we take advantage of the time that we have now during this quiet time, during this time of staying home, and take advantage as we pray for others and reach out to others and be creative and be aware because our God is aware of the godly. Of the, of the godly. He is aware of the godly, then he is also, he is affectionate to the godly. The Lord knoweth the way of the righteous. Hebrew scholars tell us that this knowing also involves caring for the righteous. He knows your name. I can't remember the name of the group or the family that sings it, but there's a gospel song or a southern gospel song that refers to he knows my name. Aren't you glad that he knows you? Yeah, he knows me when I'm at my best. He knows me when I'm at my worst. He knows me when I'm at my lowest point and when I'm at my highest point. But we need to remember as believers, as saints, are we acting godly? Are we separating ourselves? Are we satisfied in Christ? Do we, or do we need to be reminded of our situation? Do we delight in the scriptures? Do, are we devoted to the scriptures? Are we planted by the water? Are we being productive under the circumstances that we find ourselves? Are we per perpetually reminding ourselves as a leaf shall also not wither, knowing that the Lord has us and it says he is prosperous. God wants to bless us and he'll bless our efforts. And no matter what they are through technology, though we not be able to go out, God can still bless our efforts and then his support. He is aware of our situation. He's aware of our weakness and our strengths. And he is affectionate toward us. Again, aren't you glad that he knows you? Aren't you glad that he knows what's going on? I think I may have said this before, but it's worth repeating. Has it ever occurred to you that nothing has ever occurred to God? He knows our situation. And God wants to bless us. He wants to use us in all that's going on. And I believe with all of my heart, this is a great opportunity and a great time because people that, that know the Lord, Christians who are away from the Lord, I believe God could use them to draw them back to himself. Others that do not know the Lord that are seeking, what an opportunity they begin to think about eternity and what if the virus comes to me or to my home? What an opportunity to provide comfort, to provide encouragement and to share the good news of eternal life. Let's pray. Father, we love you so much and we thank you for the privilege and opportunity and knowing that you know our name and then knowing that we are blessed because of what you have provided for us. We can be a happy, happy people. Father, help us to be mindful of even under our circumstance, under the situation that we're in, that we are blessed and that we can take advantage of this opportunity to draw closer to you and your word, closer to you in prayer and then taking that which we have learned and sharing with others. Help us to take the opportunity of using technology and reaching out to others, whether it be a phone call, a text message, FaceTime, or an email, Lord. 
help us to take the time and just say, hey, let me share what God showed me today. Lord, help us to be willing to be a blessing to others. And now, Father, as we close, we ask once again, Lord, please be with Pastor Wagner and Miss Ann. Be with doctors, Lord, give them insight and wisdom. And Father, help us and the people of the Bible Baptist Church and other churches here in our community of Kingsport of like faith, Lord, to, to not find ourselves locked in and locked away and locked back from being a witness. But Lord, help us to look at opportunities and ways that we can be a blessing. Father, we love you. And we ask these things in Christ's name with thanksgiving.